Welcome to episode two of the Rebel Entrepreneur Coaching Series. And in this episode, we're going to explore sending out the first email, sales, asking for the order and being persistent. And the whole purpose of this coaching series is that you can build your business alongside Christina and I. You can answer the questions I ask, you can take the action we're talking about, and you can make progress too. The extraordinary belongs to those that create it. Rebelling against business plans and debt, rebelling against what society expects of us to build cool businesses, make money, have fun and do good. Let's create something extraordinary together. Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur. So it's been two weeks since we last spoke. Where has that time flown? But what's happened in the last two weeks, Christina? Update us. Did you email anyone? Did you call anyone? What happened? I did all of the above. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I emailed everyone this past Wednesday Mm -hmm. and then I called on Friday following that. So my idea, we talked about kind of having some like, you know, I wanted to be a little comedic and have some fun with it. So I actually uh, found some like miniature glasses, which you've actually seen the, the glass for the miniature Bloody Mary. So I I did a little shoot over the the weekend previous to sending my email when every when I got everything and I styled up uh, like a little miniature Bloody Mary and then I have like this little miniature it's a cucumber but it looks like a watermelon it's really freaky and then I have a miniature um, whiskey bottle so I did these different shoots with these miniatures and I have like stupid little taglines so the bloody the mini Bloody Mary was you know is your content getting lost in the big picture like this tiny Bloody Mary. I love that. Yeah. So everything I I styled up with like full size stuff. So now I have a series of three basically ready to go. So I have two other items. Brilliant. Can the listeners find this on your website? Like the people listening right now, can they see it? Yes, I will add it to freshprintmedia.com. And maybe under portfolios, I'll do a pop up business, just a tab they can click on. Perfect. So go to freshprintsmedia.com, check out those and you can see the photos and what we're talking about right now, which I think will be really powerful for this bit. Yeah, I'm going to write that down. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. This is really important, Christina. We have an expression that my business partner, Simon, and I say, which is when something has been agreed, never trust anyone who doesn't write it down. And we've been in many meetings where we say, we'll do this, we write it down, and we notice the other side isn't writing it down. And you have to remind them, you have to go back. So the fact you're writing it down fills me with joy, (laughs) confidence, and happiness. I love that. (laughs) I love writing everything down. It's the only way I can clear my brain, really, because it's like you just jump it all on a paper and then you're like, okay, now I can think. Now you can think. (laughs) Exactly right. So you sent this first email out sort of a week ago-ish. So yeah, on Wednesday, I sent the first email. So I had a list of 25 companies and it was kind of a hodgepodge of companies. Some were drink-based PR, some were actual liquor companies. And then I tried to find either marketing or like CEO and their email and a phone number, which is not the easiest thing. That's the harder (laughs) part. The phone number is the harder part. Definitely. Definitely. So it was kind of an, a learning experience. The email, I have to say, though, sending the email was easy because the kind of like the photos like that I took with the tiny drink, like they just made me chuckle. And I'm like, <laughs> who's going to be mad at this? So I wasn't 
you know, it was easy to send that. So I, I sent those, but now I had a little hiccup because I was like maybe five or six in to my emails. And I realized that my Gmail was not putting the image in line at the top. So it's awkward because without that, then you're like, and I hadn't been attaching it as a backup. So I was like, well, this doesn't look great. So I did some troubleshooting and then I went at it again. And then the ones that I didn't send, I was like, oops, I was like, let's just double down on this. So I was like, oops, I don't think you saw this adorable Bloody Mary. And I just sent it to them in a second email because I was like, well, what's, you know, without it out of context, it's not really no one knows what's going on. Yes. So and then, you know, I had a couple bounced emails that I then kind of retooled and found the right email. I had a couple people, I had two people that said, remove me from your list. And I was like, it's not my list. But I kind of was okay with that because I was like, oh, someone's getting these. Yes, they're receiving <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not just going to avoid. And then, you know, a whole lot of nothing other than that. And then Friday, I did the calls. I procrastinated my way all the way through Thursday. <laughs> this and happens. then I was like... Yeah, but it's good because I was like, oh, we have the check-in on Tuesdays. I have limited time. I need to do this Friday. So I did the calls on Friday. It was terrifying. But for for the most part, I got voicemails. So I left a voicemail saying, hey, I sent this email with a tiny Bloody Mary regarding content creation. You know, if you're interested. And I kind of played around with like, hey, give me a call or... I'd appreciate you passing on to the correct person if it's not you or, you know, I played around with different things. I did get a couple live people that are like, oh, you definitely do not have the right number. Here's the right number. Or I got some like just main, yeah, some main like phone lines that were good because I could search like they allow you to search by name. Yes. So then it directs you. And then I got some that were just like the main like, you know, I the guy reached out to a brand that's under Bacardi and the phone number was like, hello, welcome to Casa Bacardi. I was like, well, this isn't probably right. But they had a general email. So then I just wrote down like their general email for the next wave to send. I'm like, I'll send it to that one too. So yeah, it's kind of, and I did talk to one lady who was kind of thrown off guard. She's like, who are you? What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, we don't really do this. Uh, I think it was a PR company. And she's like, we don't really normally do this with our clients. Like it's not something that we would set up. And if we do, we already have like partners we work with. So I was like, okay, cool. But she was really nice. So that was always that like helped because it's scary calling people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. People are generally quite nice about it. There are one or two that will just say no, but that's their prerogative. But people are generally quite friendly when you call them. Yeah. So that was, I mean, it was a good experience. And then I felt really good that I had done it and made the calls. And now I don't have, I haven't heard back from anyone, but I am trusting the process. So I want to keep on the ones I already sent to or called that didn't say go away. So the ones that said go away, I want to find different people in the organization. Because here's Mm. the other thing I realized, I'm like, it's just one random person it's not like they shared it to the entire company's Slack and were like, look at this dummy. You know, like, <laughs> it's not like the whole company's on red alert now looking for, you know, and like, even if they do, then why have I had so many hangups in the past about like reaching out? I'm not going to be on some weird corporate blacklist now. <laughs> you know, I, it, these are all the psychological issues I've dealt with in the past. 
So I was like, okay, you don't want my messages. I will find someone else in this organization and try them. So I kind of have like a little like action plan, follow up with the people that I already reached out to that I didn't hear anything with the second wave of yes. content. And then the people that said no, or kind of seemed like dead ends, I'm going to just retool and look again within that organization for maybe someone that might be a better fit. And then, you know, I've already had ideas for other kind of areas or, or companies I want to reach out on to on top. So I think that's building like maybe on my spreadsheet, creating a new tab. And then that's like the second wave. And I'll start with the first Bloody Mary email now with them. I love that. Yes, that's a brilliant idea. Absolutely. Can I give you a couple of ideas as we go? Yes, I love ideas and, I, and feedback. That's why I wanted to send my um, my email ahead of time to you. If, you know, any feedback, what your thoughts are. Yes. So number one is the people that have replied and said, please take me off your list. It's perfectly OK to reply back and say, it's not a list. I'm a brand new business. I'm reaching out because I want to connect and I think I can help your business. Are you mm -hmm. the right person to talk to? And if they see a personalized email, like I do this sometimes, when I feel like I get a spam email, I reply going, please unsubscribe me. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's just because I don't like getting emails. I like getting nice emails. I don't like getting sales emails almost. Yeah. That's always the way. So you can absolutely reply. That doesn't mean, like it doesn't mean it's dead. We can still go back to them. They're not lost. The second thing is, the more we can make it feel like it's a personal email, the better. So when I saw your email, you've got the, the line at the top, tiny happy hour, big social media post, which I love. What I would do is I would want their name above that. So it says, dear Jane, I found your details through the website. Understand you're the right person to speak to about X. And then tiny happy hour, big social media post. Here's what I want to talk to you about. So they know it's not a spam email. You've actually done your research. You've actually found them and it's directly to them. That will increase your chances of them engaging with it. So the replies that said, please unsubscribe, that's feedback that your email feels like it's being sent to a list. So I would take that feedback and go, okay, I'm going to listen to that and change it so it feels more personal. So it doesn't look like I'm just mailing a list. It's to each individual person. Okay. And in the subject line, because I had that tiny happy hour in the subject line, would you put like their name in the subject line or would you personalize that or how would you approach? I think you could. So one of the things I did love about what you said, the question you asked, do you need consistent quality content for insert company name across social media? I love that you personalize that. You could put at the top, like if it's going to Bacardi, tiny Bacardi happy hour. Big social mm. media boost. You could definitely do that. That then catches their eye a little bit more. The question you asked at the end of the email was, can I give you a call in the next few days to discuss how I can help? I would remove the can I and make it a statement. I'll give you a call in the next couple of days. Okay. Just because you're not asking for permission, we're going to, and we're going to do that. And then the last little bit, I clicked on the link at the bottom because that's what people will do. If you've got their attention with the text and the pictures, which I love the pictures, by the way, hold for the door. What people do is they look at the pictures, they read some of the text, and if they've got your attention, then they'll click on the link. Mm -hmm. The only link in the email says fresh print media at the bottom, and it takes me straight to your portfolio page. Yeah. Which I had a look at the portfolio page. 
there's some great images and I scroll down, look at the images and there's some fantastic ones. The donuts caught my attention. The drinks, they, they look great. When I get to the bottom, what do I do? Mm, you just close it probably. Yes. There's no call to action. There's no, here's what you do. There's no, if you're looking at this page, I can create incredible images for your business just like these. Contact me to get in touch. There's no call to action. So even if your email got their attention and they click through, there's yeah. probably a high chance that they bounced from that page. I know I'd scroll down, look at the pictures and go, oh, great, and then move on. Yeah. So I think a call to action and maybe a bit of text on that page. If you've landed here, you're probably looking for great quality content for your this. And then a call to action at the bottom would be what I would do. And it's just thinking through the flow from email to website to contact to coming back. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. So like a little like contact box? Yeah. Here's some options. Planning your next campaign. Want mm. to do this? Want to do that? Contact me. And very simple things that they can read that and go, oh, yeah, we are planning our next campaign. Or, oh, yeah, we we do need extra photos for the next X. And I think if they read that and go, oh, that's when you're more likely to get a response back. Yeah. Okay. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And then the other thing that really inspired me was when you said, I'll, I'll trust the process. And this is definitely a process. The first time I did this, I probably got less responses than you did. And it's just keeping on doing it, keeping getting out there. There was a really interesting study of salespeople and asking for the order. What percentage of salespeople do you think actually ask for the order after they've done a presentation to someone? Maybe 50%. Yeah, I think it was about 60% of the people actually asked for the order the first time. That leaves 40% mm -hmm. of people never asked for the order. They never said, would you like to buy from me? And I find that crazy. And that's kind of what we've got with your website page. It's like, here's my pictures. Yeah. And then you're kind of just waiting for them to go, I'd like to buy. And your website page has to ask for the order. Simon and I like to say on sales day at Pop-Up Business School, people are lazy and busy. Yeah. And if they don't know what to do, they'll bounce straight back off and get on with their life. So you almost have to tell them, if you want this, click here. If you want this, email here. And the specificity. Okay. And the second thought for you is there was quite a few studies done of salespeople. How many times do you think the salesperson had to ask for the order on average before they got the sale? And this doesn't always happen at once. This is not like in one meeting on one phone call going, can I have the order? 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 It's not like a kid asking for ice cream. It might right. be over a series of meetings, a series of emails, a series of calls. On average, how many times did they have to get ignored or rejected before they got a sale? I'm going to go four. The answer was actually seven from this particular oh, study, wow. which is really fascinating, which kind of that meant, okay, because what happened in the early days for me is I would send out an email, everyone would ignore it, I'd get disheartened and I would give up. And i go, oh, that was rubbish. Put my heart yeah. into it. And I didn't realise that you have to be consistent you have to be persistent and then eventually you'll get through to the right person at the right time because they might not be looking for content this month, but they might in two months time. And if we stay yeah. persistent, the sales will start to come in. So I think one of the things you said about trusting the process and strapping in is let's keep yeah. doing this. 
And I love that you've got a bunch of no's and I love you've got a bunch of people ignoring you. And I love that you've left voicemails. This excites me and I'm excited for the next version. So what my suggestion is, how about you said one of the things that helped you was have a deadline. How about we speak again in two weeks time and let's talk about the next email and let's keep this going. That sounds good. Will that motivate you to find the next 20 odd people and send the next email out? Yes. Perfect. And then I'm going to probably send a second email to these others and we'll just see what happens. (laughs) Let's just see what happens. I'm excited uh, and I love this. Is there anything else I can do to support you before the next time we chat? No, I mean, that's some good feedback on the website. Definitely. I never even thought about that. I like I feel like then I should add every page should have a call to action. Preferably one, but one clear call to action. Absolutely. Yeah. Ask for the order. Ask for the contact. Ask exactly for what you want. Nice. Do that. You know, the feedback about personalizing the call and like, you know, I was like, should I respond to those people? It's not a list. So I'm going to do that. Perfect. And then, yeah, I think that's really good. Yeah. Any tips about finding a phone number, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Finding a phone number can be challenging. Sometimes you end up resorting just to the head office number. And depending on who it is, some companies have a no names policy. Some companies will just put you through. It's a little bit hit and miss depending on the company. Just one small tip on the no names policy. If someone says to you, I'm sorry, we don't give out names or I'm sorry, we can't put you through. Just ask for the accounts department. Mm. And what then happens is you go, well, okay, they put you straight through to the accounts. You're talking about your billing and you go, oh, I've got to the accounts department. Sorry, I was looking for. And the accounts department don't have the same training as the front desk. And it's a sneaky way around being blocked by the gatekeeper. That's funny. Okay. So if you get one of those, have a go at that and see what happens. And it's amazing who you can get through to if you keep going around the system. It really is. (laughs) <laughs> and would you say, I mean, if you have a name, you could just ask, say, oh, I was looking for this person. But you could also be like, oh, I was looking for marketing or something. Yeah, you're more likely to get a positive response for I'm looking for Janet from marketing. Can you put me mm. through to Jane? Can I speak to Jane? You're more likely to do that. They are trained to hear salespeople going, can I speak to the marketing department? And uh, they okay. immediately know it's a sales call. And it's better if you've got a name. So having found a name off LinkedIn, just ringing that front desk and asking for the name is the best possible way. Okay. Feel good about this. Awesome. Awesome. So just run me through the plan once more before we hang up and speak again in two weeks. Okay. Well, I'm going to update my website to add call to actions before I send the link to anyone else. And then I'm also going to, as a side note, add under portfolio, a pop-up business thing. So people in the future can see what we're talking about or the current i suppose um <laughs> if they're listening to it they'll be hearing this yeah, now depending- <laughs> yeah. if you're listening it's probably now <laughs> and then i'm going to respond to my not a list people and um i'm going to prep my second email and then do some revisions on my first one send the first one with the bloody mary to the 25 new people and then send a second email. And this one is a, the tiny watermelon. Perfect. The subject with the line will be, are you a total watermelon or no, is your content a total watermelon or is it a melon? 
because it's like this tiny watermelon and surrounded by big fruit. Uh, so, aware melon as in aware, where, A-W-A. Like, where, it's going to be like, yeah, where like where is the melon? <laughs> it's really cheesy. <laughs> I love that. I'm a big fan of cheesy humor. Let's yeah. hope the drinks companies are too. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, yeah, and then so I'm going to send those and then do my second round of calls. That's my action plan. Perfect. I love that. And a final closing note for the audience, sales is a process. It's very rare that you send the first email out and you get a million positive responses. I was kind of hoping we might have had one, but the likelihood of that happening is quite low. And it's a process over time where you keep reaching out. They start to recognize your name. They start to recognize your branding. They start to realize you're not going away. You're going to track them down until you speak to them. And then eventually we get through to them and we can have a proper conversation about content and what you do and selling to them. So for everyone listening out there, keep going, keep going, stay persistent, blast through those seven ignores and no's and keep working to that sale. That was episode two of the Rebel Entrepreneur Coaching Series. And the three things I want you to take away from this episode are number one, sales is a process. It takes persistence. It takes energy. This is not something you just go out there and wham, bam, it's done. That's it. It's over. This is something you need to consistently do in your business and you need to work into your daily activity because sales is a process and you need to take action every day to continue to get the results you want to get. The second thing is, I'm sorry to tell you this, you are going to be rejected. Rejection is coming. And if you're not being rejected, well, you're just not trying hard enough. But look, rejection is going to happen and the rejection itself isn't important. What is important is how you respond to it. Do you push back out into the world? Do you keep going? Do you make the next call even though the last one said no? And that is how we continue to build the sales. And the third I wanted to give you was that it all starts with you. It all starts with you pushing your ideas out into the world, selling yourself, marketing yourself, telling people about yourself. Your business starts with you. No one else is going to do it for you. It has to start with you. So take your energy, push your marketing and sales messages out there and start to take action because nothing happens unless you start it. So tune in next time to find out what happened to Christina, what happened to the emails, what happened to the miniature melon that we're sending out. And please go build your business. You can have any life you want to. Choose to build something cool. Choose to take action. Choose to work to make your dreams become reality. Stand out. Be different. Be yourself. Be a rebel entrepreneur.